Hey everyone, this is Josh Sanchez, host of the Swoop Radio podcast on Anchor.fm, a sports podcast that focuses on the NBA, MLB, NHL, and the NFL, as well as the college game. What Swoop Radio does is he gives up-to-date information on what's going on with all the leagues and the college game, and also puts his little twist on it and his opinions on it. But if you guys have any disagreements or agree with a point with what Josh is saying, feel free to call into the station at Anchor Voice Messages, and you guys might even be put on a future episode. But you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. You can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Instagram at swoop radio underscore that is swoop radio underscore i hope you guys enjoy the podcast hey everyone and welcome back to the newest edition of the swoop radio station here it's your boy josh sanchez And I know it's been a couple weeks since I have recorded an episode. I have been taking these past couple weeks off to focus on this particular podcast, the podcast before the NBA Finals. I am excited. I hope you guys are excited because I have a lot to talk about today because I can go from Toronto. I can go to Golden State. But obviously, we got to give a little finals preview for those who do not know who's in the finals. The Golden State Warriors completely steamrolled the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, Portland was up, had leads over 15 points in games two, three, and four. But the Warriors would just come back. And C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard really struggled in the fourth quarter in this series. And it cost them the series. Especially when you do not have your starting center. You have no one else really good in the front court. Your backcourt really needs to step up. And Lillard and McCullum really struggled in the second half. But a great season for the Portland Trailblazers, reaching their first ever conference finals since 2000. That is a very long time since they have reached the conference finals. So big shout out to the Portland Trailblazers for an excellent season. It did not end the way how you guys wanted it to end. But to all my Portland Trailblazers fans listening, you guys pretty much just need a legit solid forward And you guys have a squad. Uh, um, I know Nurkic, his injury really hurt you guys. He is a very good, solid center. Again, I think for Portland, they just need to either get a legit center or a big man or get a legit forward. And the Portland Trailblazers have something special, uh, a Bruin. But obviously, we got to talk about the winning team. The Golden State Warriors completely swept the... Portland Trailblazers without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant got hurt in the Rocket Series in Game Four, and we and not Game Four, my fault. In Game Five, and the Warriors ended up winning Game Five and also winning Game Six in Houston without KD, and then they end up steamrolling the Portland Trailblazers in a four-game sweep. Stephen Curry during the stretch has been excellent. He's averaging over thirty points. He has been a magician with the ball. He looks like the Steph Curry, the two-time MVP Steph Curry. But a lot can be said about Draymond Green. This guy is complaining less and playing more, as I like to call it. 
Draymond Green had triple doubles in multiple games in the conference finals, and he has really shown that he can really ball. But with this Raptors team, which I will get to later on today's podcast, it's going to be a tough matchup for him. He can easily drive on Miles Leonard and and whoever else is in the front court of Portland. Portland's front court is not really special, so Draymond Green could do whatever he wanted with the ball all series. He's not going to do that with Toronto, but we're going to talk about Toronto and how they got into the NBA Finals because you want to talk about one player that's just been dominating. Kawhi Leonard has been absolutely sensational, and I have a hot take at the end of the podcast that is going to be very interesting about him. And it'll definitely get the conversation started. So I'm expecting a lot of voice messages by the end of this podcast. But obviously, we know the Toronto Raptors are the second team that is in the NBA Finals. They defeated the Milwaukee Bucks in six games to get to the NBA Finals. Kawhi Leonard has been absolutely sensational. He is averaging over 31 points during these playoffs. He has had 10 30-point games. And he just does it all, not just offensively, but defensively. Rarely given Giannis Antetokounmpo fits. Whenever Giannis was on uh, when it was on Kawhi Leonard, he shot 30% when guarded by Kawhi Leonard versus 59% when guarded by other players. What Kawhi Leonard really showed is he is making a case for being the best two-way player and the best player in the league in these playoffs. And... And whether or not you like his lack of personality or you do not or you love him, like Skip Bayless cannot stand Kawhi Leonard. If you go on his Twitter, I know I'm going a little sidetracked, but if you go on Skip Bayless's Twitter and just read like his last 10 tweets, all of them are about Kawhi Leonard, how and he's making excuses for Kawhi Leonard. He's not injured, even though you can see every time Kawhi Leonard jumps, he's leaning towards one leg because the other leg is bothering him, obviously. But Skip Bayless is just a Class A hater of Kawhi Leonard. But other than the first two games where Milwaukee steamrolled uh, the Toronto Raptors, the Raptors, everyone thought the series was over, that Toronto was not going to win, that Giannis Antetokounmpo was going up up against the powerhouse of Golden State and the Bucs, Giannis is the new, or Giannis is the new, up-and-coming LeBron and this, that, and a third. I was one of the people on the record that have been saying this. Whoever came out of that Sixers-Raptors series was going to go to the finals. Milwaukee, they are a great team, but they're just not there yet. There was there was definitely flaws in Giannis's game that were really shown in the Eastern Conference Finals. His shooting, he has no mid-range. He really struggles with shooting the ball. He, you can't just play bully ball and try and drive on Marcus Gasol, who's a defensive player of the year, uh, Kawhi Leonard, who's a two-time defensive player of the year, you're just not going to do that. And that's what really showed. If you're able to pack the paint, Giannis has to really step up on his passing and at least develop some form of jump shot. He did make a couple three-pointers in the series. He's, he's not he's not like Ben Simmons where he's not shooting at all. He's shooting and he's attempting it. Now it's just getting better with his shot. But Giannis, you could tell his flaws were really shown in this series because Kawhi Leonard is just a bad man. He's just a better player than Giannis. Kawhi Leonard is 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 just on another level, and you got to respect it. Whether you like him or not, you have to respect it. Just like LeBron in last year's playoffs, whether you like the man or not, 
you got to give the man his props for what he is doing. And Leonard has taken on far more tougher competition in the Eastern Conference than LeBron did last year. But Kawhi Leonard had 35 points in Game 5, 27 in Game 6 in a closing effort, 17 rebounds, 7 assists. Kawhi Leonard, again, not just doing it offensively, but defensively as well, holding Giannis to 39% shooting when guarding him, or 30% shooting, my fault, when guarding him. So that is a very good stat to show you his versatility and how great of a baller he is. But even before Milwaukee, I know I talked about on the last episode how Kawhi Leonard just single-handedly shut down the Sixers and hit the game-winning shot to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Even though I know it was probably the luckiest shot ever by a player. I will say that. That shot was lucky. It literally hit the top of the rim and then rolled and rolled and bounced four times. But Kawhi Leonard single-handedly this postseason has been sensational. And it's going to lead to a very good hot take at the end. And I'm going to continue to hint this because I want you guys to stick around and listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. It is a lot to cover today. I have predictions. Everything is, is going down today. But the Raptors defeated the Bucks in six games. Warriors swept the uh, swept the Portland Trailblazers to get to the NBA Finals. So the Warriors have had a long break. The Raptors have had a couple days to rest. Kyle Lowry's a little banged up with, with his finger. We know that. We also know that DeMarcus Cousins will make his presence in Game 1 just announced. And KD will not play Games 1 and 2. And you guys got to remember, the first two games are in Toronto. So, who do I got game one? You guys are going to be surprised with this one. But I'm going to pick the Toronto Raptors to win game one and make a statement to the Warriors and to everyone watching basketball that the Warriors need Kevin Durant to win. The Warriors, they're definitely a playoff team and they're definitely a championship contender without KD. But the reason why they got KD was for this purpose. An NBA final series where Stephen Curry's not going to put up shots easily. He's not the main focal point. Now he is the main focal point. And the the Toronto Raptors defense, which ranks top 10 in fewest three-pointers made and three-point percentage, as well as three-pointers made and three-pointer percentage, they had the best percentage in the league. So not only is Toronto a very good three-point shooting team, percentage-wise they're the best, but they're also really good at defending the three. So you're going to put Danny Green on Stephen Curry. It's going to be a must. Danny Green is such an underrated defender or underrated person. He, He is going to prove everyone why he is a very good defender and why people need to put some respect on Danny Green's name. He's also He also has championship experience. Playing for the Spurs. Him and Leonard won a championship together. So Danny Green's going to be on Steph, and you put Kyle Lowry on Clay to throw off of Clay's, Clay's timing. Because if Clay Thompson is dribbling the ball in the offensive possession, you're winning. Because Clay Thompson is just a spot up shooter, does one or two dribbles, and shoots the ball. He's not going to dribble drive and scoop layups and, and, and chuck hard, difficult shots in the traffic. And I think that's what the Raptors are going to do really well in game one. And I think that their crowd is really going to get into it. The Warriors are going to struggle shooting the ball in game one. Now, game two, who knows what's going to happen game two. 
But I think that this game is a must win for Toronto to show everyone that they're legit. Kawhi Leonard needs to continue to be Kawhi Leonard. Now, Draymond Green will be on him. Iguodala will be on him. If Iguodala can go, I, most likely he's going to go. But they're going to mix it up. They're going to put Iguodala, Green. Sometimes we'll even put Clay on Kawhi Leonard. But Kawhi Leonard is going to get his points. He's the best two-way, one of the best two-way player. He is the best two-way player, if you want my honest opinion. He's the best two-way player in the game. And Kawhi Leonard is probably going to be on Iguodala in these first couple days. So when they do that high pick and roll with Draymond Green and Stephen Curry, or Draymond Green and Clay, or Clay and Steph, Kawhi Leonard's going to be the role man that's really going to shut it down. And that's where Portland really struggled. In the pick and roll game with Draymond Green and Steph, Portland just did not have that front court player that can challenge Draymond Green and stop him in his tracks. You're going to get that with Kawhi Leonard. LeBron, LeBron's not really... A defender, so you'll get you'll get away with it sometimes. But with Kawhi Leonard, you're not going to get away with it. Kawhi Leonard's going to be waiting for Draymond Green to cut to catch the ball out of the pick and rolls, and then really going to be up in Draymond Green's grill. And when Draymond, if you take Draymond's passing ability out of the game, he becomes ineffective and he becomes a liability. So that's what the Raptors are going to really have to do. And then you have Marcus Saul on Bogut to start the game, but then the, it's going to go small ball. So I don't know how. Um, Toronto's going to adjust to it. But the pressure's going to come down to the Toronto's bench as well. Can Van Fleet continue this hot streak? Van Fleet, in games five and six, shot the lights out of the ball. Ever since he's had his child, he has become a new man. He shot over 70% from the field in games five and six. And the the best two-game stretch of any player, I remember reading that's reading that stat correctly he had seven threes in game five in milwaukee so ever since i don't know what it is new 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 child magic i don't know what it is but van fleet's gonna have to step up ebok is gonna have to step up off the bench uh the warriors bench it's okay i mean you have livingston the usual andre Godala, even though he's gonna be starting he's been being the mix as well so it's going to be a very interesting game one. I think it, I'm telling you guys right now, Toronto is going to win game one. And I just think that in order for the Warriors to win this series, KD is going to have to play in this series. Steph and Clay, Steph can hit all the rainbow threes all he wants, but if he actually has a solid defender on him, he struggles. He does. He struggles a lot. And when if you do pick and roll and Kawhi Leonard switching up, I, I'm sorry. Whoever is going to be on Kawhi Leonard is getting shut down. It's, that's just what Kawhi Leonard does. And Kawhi Leonard is going to have to drop at least 30 a night. He's going to have to. He's going to have to play like he did against the Sixers to win. But I think he can do it. And his injury, he's had a couple days now to rest his calf. So it, all, all bets are on this game. And Toronto has home court advantage. Toronto, another little stat point to add. Toronto is the first team since the 2008 Celtics to have home, home court advantage and be the underdog of the series. Guess who won that series, folks? I'm a little, a little dramatic pause here. Oh, yeah, the Boston Celtics won as, as the home court underdogs. They ended up beating the Kobe Bryant Lakers in 2008. But um, these Toronto Raptors are legit, and they earn my respect after that Sixer series. I was talking so much smack about how Embiid's going to kill Marcus All, 
Marcus Saul, there's a reason why he's a, a former defensive player of the year. He really knows how to play defense, and he's going to really, he's really going to be, he's going to be my X factor of this series because if the Warriors go small ball, depending on how good or how bad he plays or how of a liability versus how of a how good he's playing will really determine the game because if he's dominating down low then the Warriors cannot go small ball anymore they're going to have to put a big body on him they're going to have to put Bogut in the game more now if the Warriors are running up and down the court and it's a slugfest and Marcus Saul struggling running from court to court now the Raptors got to adjust so pace of the game is going to be another key no one really talks about pace the Portland Trailblazers play at the Warriors' pace. They're pretty much like a, the same exact replica of the Warriors. The difference is the Warriors have a better backcourt. Steph and Clay are better than Lillard and McCollum. It's just simple as that. McCollum and, and Lillard are excellent. They're probably the second best backcourt in the league. They just don't match up well against the Warriors. This Raptors team matches up great against the Warriors. And if they dictate the pace of the game and slow the game down a little bit and let Kawhi be Kawhi and let Marcus all get the ball down low because they're not Bogut. Bogut is an okay center. He's not going anywhere. So Raptors will steal game one and take game one. I don't even know why I'm saying steal game one. Without KD, the Warriors' flaws are going to be shown in this series. Not against Portland. Don't get me wrong, Portland deserved to get to the conference finals. They beat a tough Nuggets team, and they upsetted the Thunder. But come on, Portland does not mass, match up well at all with the Warriors. They don't. Whenever and, and here's a stat to show you guys my point. The Portland Trailblazers have played 13 games against the Warriors since the Warriors dynasty. The Trailblazers are 1-12 against the Warriors in the postseason. Let that, let that fact sink in a little bit as I transition a little bit to the next topic. So my score prediction for game one, and I'll eventually get to my finals prediction because my finals prediction is kind of weird. If you guys want to hear it, cause I, I'm, I kind of have mixed emotions towards the series. It all depends on if Kevin Durant plays or does not play, but Toronto will win game one. No KD Toronto will win game one, a hundred and five, now, I'll say 106 to 101. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Kawhi Leonard at the end will do his magic. The game and the pace of the game will be slower in this game. The Warriors will barely break over 100 points in this game. Toronto's defense is no joke, and you will see that in full display. You're allowed to be more physical in the postseason. So, that is my prediction for game one of the NBA Finals. I think Drake is going to dance and have a great time and Jurassic Park and, and everyone's going to be electric. Toronto is one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. And you will see that in full display game one of the finals. This is also Toronto's first finals appearance too. So everyone is coming out and showing up into the six Toronto, Canada tonight. Who would have thought? Toronto versus Golden State. That's crazy. But anyway, to my finals prediction, this is going to be, I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of haters or I'm going to get a lot of listeners that support this. If Kevin Durant does not play in this series, I got Raptors in six. Yes, I got Raptors in six if the Warriors 
do if KD does not play. If KD plays in this series and plays later in the series, I got the Warriors in seven. Yes, that'll be a tough game in Toronto, game seven. But I got the Warriors winning game seven of the NBA Finals. When Warriors winning in seven games if KD plays. KD is the, I would say right now, top two, depending on how you feel, one or two, best basketball player in the world right now. He is. His absence is going to be shown in this series. It, it just is. If Steph and Clay continue to ball like they did, then I will admit on my next podcast that I was fully 100% wrong. But until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. Stephen Curry has had a track record of struggling in the NBA Finals. He has not won a Finals MVP. He has three rings, but Iguodala won his first, took his first MVP, and KD took the next two. So, Stephen Curry, are you going to show up in the Finals? I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out. You're a two-time MVP. At times, you have shown up in the finals. Don't get me wrong. You have. But they're against Cleveland. And even against Cleveland, you struggled. Especially when you choked and blew a 3-1 lead. That was a team led by Stephen Curry. So that's just a that's just a question for you guys to think about and answer. As you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, I want to hear finals predictions. Feel free to message me. You don't have to have an anchor account to message me now. So I will be all ears and in full display. But now I have a couple more topics to talk about, and then we will talk about my final hot take. I'm going to um, end the first segment because I have two segments today. Uh, This is the first segment, and this last segment is only going to be like three minutes long. But I'm going to end this first segment. I made my finals prediction, but I'm going to it's going to lead to my hot take. Kawhi Leonard in these playoffs has been sensational. Even before the injury, he was averaging 28, 8, and 5 before Zaza Petulia wanted to step on his foot. Little jack wagon. <laughs> but um, Kawhi Leonard has been sensational in these playoffs. I believe right now he is the best player in the game. KD got hurt. KD is not playing, and if Kawhi Leonard can lead his team to a championship, he will be, by the end of the championship, the best player in the game. LeBron, we all know LeBron's an all-time great, but he is not the same player he once was. You you saw that a lot this year. His defense really struggled this year. He obviously put up 27. I get it. My LeBron fans always say, but his numbers, 27, 8, and 8. Yeah, they're amazing numbers, but how much of those points were in garbage time? And what did he do defensively? Nothing. His defense struggled. His team struggled. Yeah, you can say he's hurt, but you play for a team. Like, you're supposed to impact your team. So anyway, that's a side note. Kawhi Leonard right now is the best player in the league. He is the best two-way player, hands down. Um, I want to hear your opinions on that. Do you guys believe Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league? But stick around. Again, check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all over. Just search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Stick around because my hot take is next, and it's going to be a legit hot take. But you guys are listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. It's a 
back. It is time for Sanchez's final words. You guys heard that, folks. It is time for Sanchez's final words. This is a hot take. I can't hear you guys over the fire I'm about to spit on this one. Kawhi Leonard in this postseason has been truly sensational. He is averaging over 31 points, over 10 rebounds, around 10 rebounds, and 6 assists during this postseason. Kawhi Leonard just stopped with the heat, man. He's had over 10 30-point games in the postseason. 10. I will say this. Kawhi Leonard in this year's postseason has been more historic and has been better than LeBron James of last season. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. The level of competition Kawhi Leonard had to face this season. He took on a Milwaukee Bucks team that has the MVP in in Giannis Antetokounmpo. A team that won 60 games. Best record in the league. And he beat them in six. Outperformed the MVP. Then the series before... He took on a Sixers team that has Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler, or whatever they called him in the in the uh, after Game Three, whatever Coach Brett Brown called him. He beat them in seven and averaged the and scored the third most points ever by a player in a series. The other two people ahead of him, Kareem and Michael Jordan. Yes, he scored more points than LeBron did in a series. In just one series. The first round matchup, I'll give LeBron his advantage. The Pacers or the Magic. Yeah, the Pacers are tougher than the Magic with Victor Oladipo. You can say LeBron or you can say Kawhi Leonard had more help. And Kawhi Leonard has a slight advantage over LeBron in help. Because Kawhi Leonard does have Lowry and he does have Siakam. Marcus Saul is an okay player, but not the same player he once was. Ibaka is all right. And Van Fleet against the Sixers. Don't get me started with Van Fleet. He was garbage against the Sixers, guys. Garbage against Philly. Shot like 17% from the field. Danny Green, no show. Oh, he does. He plays defense. And he hits threes sometimes. He was a no show in 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 the series last in the last series against Milwaukee. No show. So it's pretty much Kawhi Kyle with one with a broken finger around, like pretty much broken finger, and Siakam, who is gonna win most improved player, but he's not an all-star. Kawhi Leonard's the only all-star. Him and Kyle Lowry are the only all-stars on the team. LeBron James had Kevin Love. Yeah, I know Kevin Love did not play in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't get me wrong. But the competition was far easier. I want you guys to ask this question. Do you think this year's Sixers team would have defeated last year's Raptors team with DeMar instead of Kawhi Leonard? That answer is easy. 
Yale. Easily, the Sixers would beat a DeMar DeRozan-led Raptors team. Come on now. That's easy. Easy competition. And then LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals took on a Celtics team that did not have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. Their best, their leading scorer was Jason Tatum, a rookie. The level of competition Kawhi Leonard had to face this year far exceeds LeBron's level of competition. Now, the NBA Finals still have to be played, so depending on how Kawhi Leonard plays against this year's Warriors team will add to my point or either destroy my point. But it's a point that needs to be addressed. So to all my listeners view listening to this show, would you take Kawhi Leonard this season or LeBron James the last season? But that concludes Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hope you guys enjoyed this finals preview. I I spoke a lot of facts today, so I hope you guys took it all in. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy tonight's game. I'm excited. And I love you guys. Check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app, just search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. But have a wonderful night. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop! Thank you.